Welcome to Blissful Hiking Adventures, where we put the bliss into hiking and hiking into the adventure. I'm your host, Loralee Bliss, trail name Blissful, and coming to you having accomplished many trails, both high in altitude and low at sea level, but coming to you really with words of wisdom, experience, and yeah, plenty of lessons I've learned along the way in the hopes that you'll find a blissful hiking adventure in your future and you'll be able to fulfill your hiking dream. Hi, welcome to our inaugural episode, episode one here on our podcast of Blissful Hiking Adventure. Really glad you could come out and listen and enjoy and hear all kinds of interesting tales of the trail especially during this time that we're finding ourselves wondering what we're going to do when we're going to really enjoy the trails we love and many of the places we've come to know and experience. As I'm sure you realize, we've been undergoing for the many weeks um, the COVID virus episodes. They have affected us in many different ways. They've affected our hiking, too, in many different ways. I know where I'm from. Here, one of our most beautiful national parks in Virginia has been closed now since early April. And that's been kind of my playground, so to speak, for hiking. It's where I've done a lot of my hiking. I've done all the trails there. Continue to work on the trails there, just enjoying the beauty of the waterfalls, the scenic vistas from the mountaintops. So to have the park closed during this time that really is when we need to have these hiking adventures makes it all the more difficult. So we wonder now, okay, what do we do? What do we do if our trails are closed? What do we do if people say, hey, you can't go and enjoy those open spaces that for many of us have become spaces of peace and spaces of serenity and spaces of beauty and spaces where we can take our problems in life and maybe find solutions. Well, maybe you're like me and you just decide to get angry about it. I can tell you that I did. I got very angry about it. I wanted to defy those in authority and want to go hiking anyway, despite what everybody's telling me not to do because I felt they were open spaces given actually long ago and of which many people gave up their livelihood to make the open spaces such as in Shenandoah and for me not to be able to access them because people think I'll spread a virus in the open outdoors made no sense to me, especially as I'm coming as a registered nurse. Um, I know a lot of medical things. I know what it can do. And, you know, I have a loved one that's actually in an, in an assistant living facility that's been, um, as you know, those facilities have been hit particularly hard by the virus. So, you know, I come from a background of where I understand how difficult and frightening this virus can be in certain situations. But when I look at the open spaces of places like Shenandoah or an open trail, I cannot fathom how a virus can affect you there. In fact, if anything, for me, 
I believe the open spaces of a trail is where a virus can be defeated. It can be defeated in many ways, but most importantly, it's defeated by not being able to set up within yourself. And the way you do that is by eating good and exercising and helping your mind. And absolutely, the great outdoors and those trails give you the exercise and the open mind and the peace you need to do combat against a virus. So these are the things I have struggled with coming as a hiker and a medical professional and having a loved one that lives in a nursing home type facility. Um, all these things coming at me and saying, what is the best thing to do? So it's interesting because I, again, had that rebellious type part of me rising up and saying, I'm going to do it anyway. And then I had other parts of me say, well, let's look at it from another point of view. What are other things that I can do besides just walking in Shenandoah, the place that I've always gone to? And suddenly I'm getting out new trail maps, new trail guidebooks of places like in George Washington National Forest that are open. Um, places I've never experienced, like some of the parks here in Almar County and other places that I've not seen before. And suddenly, uh, a whole new world opened up for me as far as what I could see and do during this particular time. And so I started getting creative about my outdoor experiences. I started to figure out where could I go and enjoy maybe something new. Since I'd already done most of the trails in Shenandoah multiple times, maybe there's other places I can go visit and see and still respect those that have decided to close areas that I still feel are wrong, but yet can enjoy maybe other areas that perhaps I wouldn't have enjoyed if they hadn't closed. So I got out the maps and started to look around and suddenly I'm starting to walk to this beautiful vista on the Massanutten Trail. Um, Massanutten is actually a ridge of mountain that you can see from Shenandoah National Park. If you've ever gone to Shenandoah National Park and have stood at like the resort called Skyland, you'll look west and you'll see this spiny ridge of mountain. That is Massanutten. And on Massanutten is a lone trail that skirts along that ridge. North in Massanutten, it actually encircles a isolated valley called Fort Valley. So there's a lot of interesting hiking there. It's not Shenandoah by any means, but it actually gives you a variety of trail experience that maybe you wouldn't have ever noticed before. At least I didn't. So I took this one hike up to what's called the New Market Overlook, and here I'm overlooking the Shenandoah Valley part upwards and outwards, that is, to West Virginia. And I'm seeing something that I cannot see from Shenandoah's lofty peaks. I am seeing places that are new, looking west then toward West Virginia and beyond. And so that was a really beautiful experience. I also decided to check out some other trails that fellow hikers have told me about. 
And within those little hikes, I've discovered new trails and new caves I never knew were in there and new ponds and lakes and places that I'd never seen before. And I realized doing these things that I would have never seen any of these places and probably wouldn't care about them if everything was open and I could do what I want. But I can't do what I want because the powers that be have said you can't. So this is when you go out and find something new and then suddenly your appreciation for those things is completely and totally different. Today, for instance, I went out on a trail, um, actually is on uh, PATC land or Potomac Appalachian Trail Club land and went on a trail system there. It's outside the park, but um, could still enjoy some of the beauty of nature. And suddenly I'm seeing these gorgeous wildflowers. I'm seeing late trillium blooming. I saw some wild orchids, woods orchids, I should say is what they're called. And just enjoying the rambling of this beautiful babbling brook. And, and suddenly I'm really appreciating more of nature that I think maybe I was taking for granted before all this came down. When things are taken away from you, and then suddenly you're finding it in other ways, you have a much better appreciation for them, don't you? You can probably think to yourself now of many things that maybe have been taken away from you and how once that door is open again that maybe you can get your hair cut or you can go um, sit in a pew of your church or you can order off a menu in a restaurant those things, and for hikers like us, um, just getting out into the woods that are now open, you're going to really appreciate all that more, aren't you? We just took so much for granted, I think, before this unseen enemy came along and took everything away. And we weren't really thankful. You know, we just said, hey, it's here. Let's just take it. So I think we're going to become more thankful people. And thankful for the small things that maybe we took for granted and didn't realize how much they really mean to us. So like just seeing those beautiful flowers today on my wander and watching my pup, my dog Sky, just spread out on a big rock lounging in the sun. These are things that I really enjoy that maybe I just took for granted before but can say, hey, this is really beautiful and this is really meaningful. And it does mean a lot more than it did pre-COVID. So I know this is, again, a difficult time. I think slowly we're going to start to see places open up. Maybe you're not going to have the freedom to do some of the popular trails that everybody does. But this is the time that we, as hikers, can find those out-of-the-way places Drag out the old maps or look up on um, some of the uh, hiking sites, hiking upward, other sites, all trails, things like that. And look for those out-of-the-way places because if anything, we do want to stay away from the popular places where we know there might be millions of people in cars once things do open. And look for those out-of-the-way little small places that are going to bring you probably much more joy than you ever thought you would have.
and would ever experience. And it'd mean much more to you too, as you say, hey, I found a really great place that I didn't even know existed. And it's going to yield to me maybe a much better reward than maybe some popular place. So as things start to open up slowly, make sure that you are looking for those out of the way places. Make sure you're doing your best to keep yourself safe. I was able to go out on a trail last week and what was really difficult for me is not being able to stand within that six feet distance and just chat with people about the trail. I used to work out on the trail actually up in Shenandoah as a ridge runner. When people hear the word ridge runner, they think you're running the ridges and that's not what I was doing. I was not running ridges, but I was walking them. It was a job. I'd actually get paid for an eight hour shift, but I was actually out there 24 hours. And what I would do is walk the Appalachian Trail in Shenandoah National Park and talk to hikers. Um, I'd kind of be that roving information board and share with them, you know, uh, information, tips. Um, Maybe they'd want to know where's the next water source or where can I get some food or resupply, things like that. I would check the trail. Uh, make sure that the trail looked okay. If there was anything over the trail, like a blowdown or other issues, I would report that to the trail maintaining club. And then I would stay the night at the shelters and be there for hikers. So that was my job as a ridge runner. And that's, you know, I got to do a lot of that. And so I was used to communicating with hikers in a small space on a trail, saying hello and doing things. So when I found out on this hike I took last week that I couldn't do that, it was so strange for me. Or I'm talking to people as I'm like walking away with my face toward the woods or something, you know, so I'm not exhaling on them, I think is what they're trying to avoid, which is another episode. (laughs) So for me, it was very difficult to do things like that um, because I like to smile. And like if you're wearing a mask inside one of these stores, you like the other day I couldn't, I was smiling behind and I realized nobody could see my smile, you know. (laughs) Again, these are things that I just took for granted, a smile, talking to people and suddenly you can't do that. And, you know, I'm realizing on the trails that we have to treat people differently than we used to and that to me was kind of strange, but it's something that's important. So especially as things open up that you try to give that wide berth to people, don't stand there and chat with them within their space. You want to chat with them farther away, but absolutely say hello to people. Don't just say, okay, I'm just going to ignore you because I'm not supposed to like breathe on you. You know, absolutely chat with people. It's important. We're a hiker family. We should be talking to each other out there on the trail. We should be saying hello to folks. So, but you want to be careful with that. Um, I'd already mentioned about avoiding parking lots where you see lots of cars or a popular trail. You want to look for those trails that are out of the way. If you come across a parking lot that's full of cars, go somewhere else, you know. Find those out-of-the-way places. This is your time now to make those new, interesting discoveries that you've never discovered before. You want to be that discoverer, you know. 
maybe not just a hiker that does the same old deal, but do something new, do something different. And of course, as you're traveling to and from the trailheads, you want to make sure you have your mask with you. Um, when I pump gas, I use a plastic bag to go around the handles, you know, little things like that or gloves. You know, just be careful because a lot of people are saying, well, you know, you shouldn't be traveling to trailheads because you could infect at the gas pump or at the restaurants or whatever. So just, you know, use common sense, you know, when you're traveling too. Another thing, of course, that's been brought up is the idea if you're going to put rescuers at harm's way if you go out on a trail. Now, I think that happens at any time. Anybody can be infected with anything and rescuers understand that, which is why they take their own precautions with PPE, which is the personal protection equipment. That's where you hear that PPE used. And gloves and baths and things like that. And they know they need to be protected. Um, but you want to be careful out there. You want, don't want to take risks. Um, sadly enough, I was down hiking on a trail that had a waterfall um, a couple weeks ago. And a hiker fell to his death um, on a waterfall. And um, very sad situation. So there's times that you don't want to take risks. You want to be careful. You don't want to decide this is the time you're going to go bushwhacking off into the wild blue yonder, get lost. You know, you want to take precautions. You want to bring your first aid kit. You want to bring your, you know, your backpack with your essentials in it. You, know, you want to have food. You want to have a first aid kit. Um, you want to have some rain gear. You want to have a flashlight. Um, some people like the idea of a space blanket, something that could keep you warm if you get stuck somewhere. Um, you want to have a fleece and a hat. Um, little things like that tucked away is very important. Um, I also carry some water purification just in case I need some extra water. Um, a charged cell phone is very important that you have too for communication. And always make sure you're carrying some kind of directions, a guidebook or maps too or you have that on your phone. Um, but it's always good to have paper because sometimes your phone can fail. Um, so having, you know, some safety with you as well on the trail is important. So we don't put rescuers in harm's way also. And we're doing what we can do to safeguard them and ourselves as we're on the trails. We're getting back to trail hiking post COVID. So. So these are some things that it came to mind to me as we're um, starting to look at getting back out there and enjoying the woods and like that. So as for backpacking, um, you would definitely want to be careful with where you go backpacking and find again those out of the way trails and experiences that maybe, you know, this might not be the time that everybody may be going like to the Appalachian Trail, which is, you know, a very popular trail especially on the East Coast that people love to go visit from the cities. But find those out-of-the-way trails that maybe people aren't going to to get your overnight experiences. You definitely want to avoid any kind of shelters or places where people will be there. You know, not only will you be close to them, you know, sharing a table with food and things like that, that can absolutely prime infection areas. You know, every year, on the AT especially, it has been the norovirus bug that's infected hikers all the time. So you want to be careful when you're out there. Um, carry a tent. Um, 
use those camping sites that are away from prime camping areas and get an out of the you know ordinary experience out there is the main thing you want to do as we're getting back into this into the hiking and the backpacking that you're finding those really great experiences which as i mentioned earlier in this podcast i found um, and still try to continue to find as we're lurching forward to maybe some type of normalcy that I think maybe we're going to find out isn't as normal as it used to be because we're going to all be changed, aren't we? We're going to be changed in our mindset. We're going to be changed in how we look at things. And I think we're going to actually appreciate people and the trail even more than ever. We're not going to take it for granted anymore, are we? So, so as I wrap up this podcast, um, I just want to encourage you that the trails are still there. There are opportunities out there to find physical and mental wellness and to find peace um, and to find health in the midst of a battle to overcome an unseen enemy and to keep the faith and keep keep your peace and hang in there. And we're going to get through it together, aren't we? So... Thanks for joining me um, on my inaugural podcast, which, again, COVID seems to be everywhere, isn't it? And even on my inaugural podcast, and I'll probably look back on this first podcast that I've done and say, wow, I did it during a really difficult time in our nation's uh, history. So anyway, thanks again, though, for joining me. And I'm hoping you will find the bliss that you need out there in the woods and that you'll be able to find hiking in your adventures and and have a good adventure too. You have been listening to the Blissful Hiking Adventures podcast. Be sure never to miss an episode by subscribing to this podcast and feel free to also leave a review as I value your opinion. Be sure to check out show notes and other valuable hiking information at blissfulhiking.com, including my hiking adventure series of books, Mountains, Madness, and Miracles, 4,000 Miles Along the Appalachian Trail, and Gators, Guts, and Glory, Adventures Along the Florida Trail, both available now. Blissful Hiking Adventures is part of the Whitefire Podcast Network. Visit whitefire.tv podcast to find other shows I know you'll love. See you next time.